Hello, and welcome back to Navigation, the Human Design Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon McAllister, the creator behind the Rebel Soul Journey. Today's episode, we are going to be diving into Gate 4. I call this the guide. So the guide is this really fun gate. And at first, you you dive in and you think it's all about logic, but it's really more about this knowing and cultivating this knowing within your body. So some of the key words that go with the guide is resolution, understanding, philosopher, pattern spotter, mental constructs, explanation, answers. This gate is always able to come up with an answer. And they do this through spotting patterns. In the I Ching, it's known as the youth, youthful folly. And in, in astrology, it's associated with Leo. In the Gene Keys, it moves from intolerance to understanding to forgiveness. And so I like to think of this gate more as the guide or the wise old the wise old owl, but first it's that baby. It's that little hatchling. And similar to the I Ching, it's the youthful folly. They have to go through life and see the patterns so that they have an understanding of the world around them. And through this exploration of seeking answers, they cultivate this inner knowing and inner understanding where they're able to provide really awesome answers. They have an innate logic of how the physical plane works and are able to provide solutions and answers to other people. So it's like when you kind of take a step back and we look at that baby owl scenario, it's like that baby owl just hatching from their little egg inside of that hollow oak tree. And they peer out into the forest. And at first they're really skeptical of the future. Like, where am I? What am I supposed to do? What, what is all this? And they start to create mental awareness about what's to come by honing in on an answer for everything. So these type of people are the type of people that even if they've never done something before, because of their pattern recognition, they can then create a formula based off of their previous experience or their previous knowledge or the thing, the resources that they have and create a, an answer. And it might not always be true or correct, but they're able to come up with an answer. And so as that philosopher, you're really going to search the forest for wisdom flying around to different burrows and dens and nests of the various woodland creatures. And you see each problem from a very diverse set of angles because you want to notice the patterns you, and you do notice the patterns. So you understand the way that Mr. Rabbit works with the beehive and the flowers work with the trees and the mushrooms work with the ground and You're just aware of all the different dynamics. And as that pattern spotter, you can then weave together your knowledge and formulate a really logical response or action to any situation. So first it kind of drops in as this like, you just know, 
You just have the answer, especially when you're not in your shadow self or not self. And we'll get to that in just a little bit. But when you're really in this gift, you have this knowing that just lands in your body. And then you're able to pull from your environment, from various things, logic that will then support that inner knowing and inner understanding that you have. And so, like I mentioned, as you mature, you cultivate this inner knowing of how the physical plane works. And then you can really trust that understanding on that visceral level in your body. So think of the goosebumps that rise on your skin or the hair standing up or a surge of energy that you maybe feel in your gut or in your body. And you will start to understand, okay, this is resonating. This information resonates or this answer resonates. This is true for me. And it's really that cue for you. Like, okay, I recognize this in this moment as truth or an understanding beyond my mind. Right now I'm taking in the information through my vessel, through my body And I don't necessarily have to make logical sense yet. I'm going to provide myself with that logical proof through my pattern spotting. But for now, I can trust this inner knowing that just landed in my body. And so when you do this and you start trusting it, you then you really like feel this universal thread that ties all of the forest life together. And you provide logical answers that can really up level the synergy of all your furry friends in the forest. And so, like I mentioned, it's, it's not all your answers are true or correct. And you don't always have to act on every single answer. I have this gate. It's actually in my unconscious Mars. So it's how I take action. I I just know in my body and I can spot the patterns and create logical reasoning of why I know it. But really trusting my body and trusting those pings. And if you're new to my page and new to my story, I spent the last few years somatic dancing and somatic healing. And so I know on a visceral level when something is true and correct for me. And that's really the gift of this is knowing that not all my answers are are true or correct or I need to like act on them. But I can just know in my body, I have an understanding of what's happening right now, or this resonated with me, or this is truth for me right here, right now. And it's really like you learned that your mind is never the authority or the decision maker. Yes, you can logically pull in these patterns and solutions, but your body is what's going to really be your authority. It's your soul self. It's guiding you. And through learning that on a visceral level, that's how you follow your decisions. And so now I see my mind as this beautiful playground where I just can research and then communicate what comes through. So it's key for people with gate four to really follow those visceral cues and sensations from their body. So then if we're looking at gate four from the gene key perspective, which is all about moving from the shadow of intolerance up to, well, into the gift of understanding and then all the way up to forgiveness. So the shadow aspect of gate four is really this intolerance. 
your mind uses all sorts of distorted logic to really prove any of your negative or chaotic thoughts or emotions that and, and you're going to, because you have that logical mind, you're going to be like, oh, I'm having a bad day. Here's all this logical proof of why I'm having a bad day. So it's like, oh, first I stubbed my toe in the morning. Then I missed my train. Then I was late. Then my boss yelled at me. My partner forgot to get dinner. And I just, I couldn't sleep. It was such a horrible day. Yeah, of course, you're going to find all these logical proofs and patterns of your day being bad because that's what you're looking for and that's your the way your mind works is going to give you all sorts of distorted logic to prove your knowing is correct and that's really because you're in the shadow right so you're not in the body you're up in the mind and you think that your mind and the pressure from the mind and all your negative thoughts are true and correct and then but One of the things really in the shadow is learning to drop out of the mind and knowing that your mind is this beautiful tool to research, organize, conceptualize, take a look at your patterns, but it is not the decision maker. And especially for people with this gate, you can have all these answers floating in and you think that they're true or correct. And so you start acting on them, maybe even going full force, but it's not your mind is never the decision maker. You have to drop into the body and trust your strategy and authority. So this can really give you that slanted perspective in your mind that your mind's the boss and the authority and is making decisions when your mind is just simply a tool to understand and communicate. And so the repressive nature of intolerance can be, you can be really apathetic You've almost sunk into this like mental lethargy and you just give up trying to understand anything and you really believe what your inner critic is chirping at you. Like you're not intelligent, you know nothing, but really that's just not it. You're submerged in your subconscious beliefs and you're taking on this like responsibility of trying to make your decisions and actions align with your thoughts when your body and your strategy and authority is really what's going to guide you forward on your path. And so you don't have an opinion when you're apathetic. You don't speak your truth. You probably are like kind of in that people pleaser state of like, I'm just not going to say anything. I don't want to rock the boat. And really you have all these answers and you're so intelligent and you see all these crazy patterns across, you know, our society and in our world. And you do have these really cool answers that you're supposed to communicate. So you have to learn to come back to your body and tune into the body and those sensations. And so we talk about this a lot on the podcast, but I firmly believe in a somatic practice and whatever that looks like for you, there's so many ways to go about creating and cultivating a somatic practice, but that can be breathwork and meditation, dancing, any movement that's you're mindfully connecting to the sensations in your body, EFT tapping. So find something that feels good and regenerative to you on the other end of the shadow spectrum. So that was repressive nature. This is more on the reactive 
this person can be really nitpicky. And I know in my own life, I really, I went from the repressive state of acting like I didn't really have any opinions, not speaking my truth to the reactive nature of being really nitpicky and projecting out all this stuff onto other people. And it's when you're really allowing your mind to rule your life, you're projecting all these answers eternally. And you believe that they're going to provide you this security and this ease when these answers actually don't provide you any of that. And you start to know like, okay, none of these answers are actually giving me what I want. They're not giving me that safety and that ease. You begin to build up this anger inside you and you start to lash out at other people and you blame them. And I know I went through a little season where I was blaming everybody for everything in my life. And it's just not the case. And so I had to really come back in and it's like, you have to learn. There's a feel like there's just this like feeling and need to have a resolution and knowing for certain, but you're never going to know for certain. And that's going to constantly bring you disappointment. And you're constantly focusing on like the most irrelevant details. And then you vent those frustrations by criticizing and complaining. And the key is to really know that your mind is never going to bring you that solace that you truly crave. And you have to tune in and like tuning into like the awareness outside of your mind is never going to bring you that peace. You must come into your soul self, into your spirit, into your vessel and tap in to that knowing and follow where that's guiding you. And then we move into the gift of understanding. And this is where that really that innate knowing comes in. It's this, it's not knowledge or wisdom that you've learned. It's just answers that simply land in your being, in your body, in your vessel And your mind will tell you that you need to consume and gain knowledge. That's what's going to bring you ease. But true understanding comes outside the mind. It's within your being. And I talk a lot about visceral sensations and feelings. And you have to go in and inner understand what those sensations and cues are for you. Through my somatic dance practice, I've really cultivated my own soul language. So I know, okay, this is truth. Okay, this is my heart chakra expanding. Okay, I'm angry right now. I'm frustrated right now. I know what different sensations mean in my body. I know when my gut is telling me, yes, you have the energy. I'm a three, five generator. And so really tuning into these sensations in the body has helped me understand the world around me far greater than when I was trying to use my mind, when I was trying to come up with the absolute answer. You know, now I feel like I'm so grounded in my body. I don't need to know in my mind because I know in my body that my soul is constantly guiding me and letting me know what is true and correct and right and best for me. And I don't need other people to understand or to be on board because my soul doesn't lie to me, but my mind does. My mind tells me all sorts of crazy things. And so that's why your mind can never be the authority, right? It's this beautiful tool. And when you start to clean up the mind and cultivate the mind and have a 
beautiful relationship with the mind, you go from having a haunted house of horrors where I know I was, and probably many of you listening have had a season or two where like your inner critic is just like, it feels like it in your, like the scary movie, it in your mind, it's like a clown chasing you. But like, really when you cultivate this beautiful mindset, your mind become, can become this like beautiful oasis and paradise and cosmic playground where you're using your mind to spread out all the pattern and wisdoms and knowledge and insights and things and inspirations that you collect and then use it to organize and funnel and channel and put things and connect things and put all the dots and mix and layer and weave. And that's what your mind is for. It's not the decision maker. It's not the one that's going to tell you, here's your life path. No, that's your soul. Your soul is going to tell you and your soul is going to communicate in your body with that true understanding. And so when we allow this gift to naturally take its course without giving it the responsibility to make decisions, it works in such miraculous ways. It really propels your awareness out of the mind and searching outside of yourself. You really like, I know for myself, I went on so like such a big knowledge journey. I read so many books. I think I literally read like a hundred books in the last three years, like over, like I was reading on average about three books, three to four books a month. So I was like 30 to 40 books per month. And I was searching. I was like, okay, I just want to know the truth. I just want to understand what are the laws of the universe? What's true? What's not true? What's, you know, I feel like I've been lied to. This is my programming and conditioning. These are the ways that other people are telling me I have to see the world now. And I just, I dove into all of it, but I got to this point where I just exhausted all the angles that I finally realized that my mind is never going to know. It's never going to know. It's simply there for me to tap into the research and communicate and play. My decision maker is in my body. And when I begin to like really feel that inner knowing that floods in my vessel, that's what I'm here to follow. And so once you free your mind from being the authority of your life, that's when you can really play in your patterns and your possibilities that are going to light up your path. You experience those chills like we've talked about. You no longer need to prove or disprove your viewpoints because you're just following like the higher frequency or your soul frequency or your higher self or, you know, source, spirit, God, whatever you believe in. And that's your line your thread, your decision maker. And you begin to tap into this newfound genius of seeing the underlying patterns of creation. You have the ability to understand the diversity of people because it's no longer you have to understand in your mind. You just understand people on a deeper, energetic frequency, wavelength. You've taken off the veil and you just... you understand in your body, in your soul. So once you've kind of started to understand and cultivate the language of your soul and this inner knowing and inner understanding, we get to the city and this is like the aspiration. This is what you're moving towards is it's forgiveness. 
And you will shift from searching for knowledge for your mind to be at ease to trusting that visceral knowing that you feel in your body. This is that somatic understanding I keep talking about. It's going to replace knowledge as we know it. And we're already seeing this in the collective. The more and more people who are coming home to themselves or remembering themselves or going inward instead of seeking outward are really tapping into that inner understanding, this inner knowing, their intuition. Everybody has different words for it, but we're all underlyingly saying the same thing. You know, I, I recently saw a video and it was talking about like, you know, Christianity calls it prayer. Um, new age calls it manifestation. Quantum physics calls it, I forget what it, you know, but it was like, we're all calling it basically different things, but we all ultimately at the end of the day cannot deny that there's this underlying force to nature. And we have access to that in our human bodies. And so once you get there and you've started to really inner understand yourself on the somatic level and what your where your soul is guiding you this somatic understanding replaces knowledge in the mind we no longer need to logically make sense of the paradoxes of our existence because your newfound awareness will give you a physical energetic understanding of the world around you and i mean i'm not at i have this gate but i i, I wouldn't say i'm like at the city level, nowhere near, but I definitely feel like I have much more of the somatic understanding and just knowing what is best and right and correct for me. And I've also stepped away from needing to make other people understand me. And I'm able to hold even paradoxes within myself. I can just forgive aspects of past me and know that two things about me can be true at the same time. You know, one person can say that they think that I'm a bad friend, but I can know that maybe in that situation, I was a bad friend, but that doesn't necessarily mean, mean I'm a bad friend all the time. I'm not always a bad friend. Right. So it's like being able to hold these paradoxes within yourself. And then when you get to the city level, it's like, there's no such thing. It just gets obliterated. Forgiveness is beyond understanding. It's this lightning bolt of consciousness that's beyond all the walls and boxes and boundaries and allows for truth beyond all the cosmos to be seen. It's a force that comes from the future. And I like to think of this as like, I know for myself on my healing journey, I've tapped into like my inner child and done a lot of inner child healing and I've forgiven her. Like I was just talking about for making decisions in survival mode. And it's like this divine energy that envelopes the physical plane, working its way back through time, releasing generational trauma that has laid trapped and dormant for way too long. And I know on my own journey, I spent probably the last three to 10 years working on my past and healing generational trauma. And I can, for a matter of fact, say like, I feel it. Like there's certain 
points of my journey where I remember even when I was a little kid looking up the stars and being like, please, someone just help me. And I've gone back as an adult to that little girl. And I've said, I got you. You make it through. Everything's going to be okay. I forgive you for everything that you had to go through. I'm so proud of you. And in those two moments, when I was the little girl, I felt a presence. And when I was my adult version, I felt myself giving her that presence. And how beautiful is that? So forgiveness works its way back through time and space and envelopes the physical plane, helping to release that. Forgiveness falls upon you. You cannot fake forgiveness. You can't always feel it. You like you can always feel it when someone else is not being genuine in forgiveness. And this forgiveness that we're speaking of is like far greater than the forgiveness that we think about right now that our human minds can comprehend. Like almost the the forgiveness I was just talking about, it's like that was forgiveness through time and space. And now I no longer have this like emotional charge with the things that I had to go through growing up because I've done so much work to forgive myself and, and people involved in those situations. And now I have this understanding in many of those situations. So when we get to this level, you literally hold on to nothing. You walk the earth with a loose grip in life. And you bring forth pure truth. You are here to rupture the connection between the present and the past and dark and light and all those paradoxes that the world holds, helping bring everything back to source, spirit, higher self, God. So gate four. Can you see now why this person is, I like to call gate for the guide. It's because they're truly guiding the rest of us to drop out of the mind and into this inner understanding and inner knowing, and then looking for the logical patterns that can help explain that inner knowing. And when we each trust our inner knowing, and we each have more of an inner understanding of how we work, That's when that forgiveness comes up because when you forgive yourself, you're so much more accepting and open and understanding of other people. I know for myself in my own life, I, I'm so much more understanding of other people. I no longer hold on to things or no longer expect people to show up a certain way. And I also, you know, I can spot the patterns and I can come up with an answer of like, okay, this is going on in their life, therefore they're showing up in this way. And, you know, I'm going to set a boundary. I'm going to do whatever I need to do to also make sure that like I'm being true to myself and I'm taking the steps in my life to be where I want to be. But still being able to hold space for other people. So beautiful. So if you're not doing so already, head to Instagram, TikTok, and Pinterest. Check me out at The Rebel Soul Journey. And next week, we're going to be diving into gate five, which is all about rhythm, the rhythmic, and I call it the rhythm dancer because why not? 90s baby. <laughs> all right. Have a beautiful week, beautiful souls. Until next time.